we are we're in a position where God is actually releasing us into new things things that we haven't experienced before in um, in in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 Paul is talk, Paul is saying that he says in verse 14 but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ always 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 it feels good to say always it feels good to say always not sometimes always thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ wow that's amazing that's your guarantee that's your guarantee he always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him now that word knowledge is gnosko experiential knowledge not head knowledge so through us he spreads everywhere the fragrance of the experience of Christ I, I just recently I've just been really stuck on that and I just love that the fragrance I don't just think that that is colourful language now I think God is taking us to a place where heaven becomes tangible as a sign consistently following us like I feel like Eastgate God is trans- transitioning Eastgate from being a church that sees signs and wonders to a community of people where signs and wonders genuinely follow them everywhere they go and we had this amazing time with Living Fire on Wednesday and I'll talk about it a little bit more in a minute but this phrase just dropped in my head right at the end of the meeting as I was contemplating what had happened that day nobody got to preach that day God just took control of the meeting it was literally like when you read about revivals in books and they say about how God took control of the meeting it was his meeting not ours it was his meeting not ours and and this phrase came into me ahead which is heaven is normal now heaven is normal now now I, I shared a word last year end of last summer I prophesied that heavenly experiences were going to start being normal for people at Eastgate now up to that point I'm sure some people had experienced stuff but we weren't hearing a lot of those stories and since then it is insane the things that we're hearing that God is doing in people's lives particularly even in the last few weeks I was preaching in the morning service um, <clears throat> I think it must have been in February and I shared a testimony of a lady at this church who some of you might have heard this but I was asked to pray for her because she had a really bad diagnosis and at the end of the service we stood in that corner over there and I just put my hand on her head she went down on the floor and everybody else is just we're just drinking coffee we don't know what's going on and um, a week later she came up to me and she said you don't know what happened that day and I said what happened she goes you put your hand on my head you said the word fire I went down on the floor the next minute I know I'm not in that room anymore I'm in heaven and I'm looking at Jesus and he's talking to me she's completely I just completely left the room she saw loved ones who've passed away and now in heaven she saw them and met them with him 
And she said to him, Lord, are you calling me home? And he said, I am, but not yet. Not yet. Um, her friend who was with her, put her, at one point put her hand on her arm just to kind of comfort her when she's on the floor. And as soon as she touched her, she got taken into a heavenly experience just by touching her. Anyway, since that then, it's kind of since then I've, that I shared that in February. And since we've kind of started sort of having a little bit of a different approach in these, these evening meetings, those kind of experiences in our school and different parts of church life have started becoming normal for people. One of my favorites is um, a guy called Phil Churchill, who he said he was in an evening meeting here a few weeks ago. And somebody put their hand on him and he said, for one and a half seconds, I went to heaven. <laughs> For one and a half seconds, I went to heaven. I love it. One and a half seconds, I went to heaven. And he goes, and I started thinking, am I dead? And he said, as soon as I thought that, I was back in the room. He was like, why did I say that? But he, what I love it is he says, it's one and a half seconds that's changed my life. It's one and a half seconds that's changed my life. You know, I love how um, in that verse it says about we get to become the fragrance of the knowledge of Christ. You know, to become the aroma of God, you need to experience it. To become the aroma of God, you need to experience it. I, I believe that God is after multiplication with this. That's why I'm sharing it, because I really believe that God is after multiplication with this. I think he wants us all to be caught up with this. I really believe that's his intention. You know, Jesus said of himself, no one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven. Now, you can analyze that verse. That's in John 3, loads of different ways. But I believe he was talking about a normal experience of him when he was living as a man on earth, that he would be ascending and descending into, ascending into heaven and descending back down in the spirit. Philippians 3 says that your citizenship is where? In heaven. Your citizenship is in heaven. That means you come from heaven. That means that's where you come from. You know, Pentecost... Pentecost wasn't, wasn't a dilution of Jesus on earth. It was a multiplication. You know, a lot of people tend to think of like Pentecost being like oh, we all got a little bit of Holy Spirit. Yeah? We all got a little bit of Holy Spirit. It got split out. No, it was a multiplication. It was a multiplication. Everything that he got to experience on earth, we get to experience here. So, I had one of my sons at Christmas. He shared something with me. It was, um, we, we woke up on Christmas Eve and I was downstairs praying and he came up to me and he goes, Daddy, I just had a dream where I was in heaven and I was talking to Jesus face to face. And he started describing to me what it was like and everything he saw. He's seven. And um, as he was talking to me, I was just like, in my spirit, I felt like you were actually there. Your spirit was actually there. This wasn't just a dream. Your spirit was actually there. And I started saying that to him and he started saying the same thing because we both knew that that would happen. 
So here's, here's the thought that's going through my head. What if, what if, and I'm talking to you, not him. What if your, our spirits are already going up to heaven regularly? But the only thing that's missing is our awareness of it. What if when you go to sleep at night, or you fall asleep on a train or wherever it might be, what if your spirit is actually already going up to heaven and coming down? <laughs> but the only thing that's missing is your awareness of it. Now, I know that might sound a bit like, eh, I'm not sure about that. But think about how the ki- we're learning about how the kingdom works. We're learning about how most things in the kingdom, we're just playing catch up. Most things in the kingdom, we are just trying to catch up with what he's doing. You know, for, for, for a long, long time, we've tried to make it about trying to, we're trying to get God to do something. We're trying to get God to come in a room. We're trying to get God to heal people. We're trying to get God to do this, that, and the other. And we're slowly starting to realize he's been doing it the whole time. <laughs> we just didn't realize it. You know, with healing, one of the, thing, the biggest things about healing is realizing that he's already done it and he's already doing it. And when we align our thought life with that and we partner with it, we experience it. What if it was the same with this? Now, I'm not saying that this is a theology that I say we can teach and, you know, that this is definitely right. But I'm just saying, what if? What if your spirit is already going to heaven regularly? Imagine, just think about that for a minute. What if every time you fall asleep, every time you, you're dreaming at night, what if your spirit is already ascending and descending and the only thing missing was your awareness of it? You know, I've got one of my kids at home. <clears throat> we call him Snacky because he's always going in the snack drawer. He's always going in the snack drawer and he never asks. He just goes straight in the snack drawer and you have to catch him. You have to be on your lookout in the kitchen and you see him sneaking through. He's like a little ninja sneaking through to get to the snack cupboard. I tell you what, he eats so many snacks, it's crazy. But Galatians 4 that says that we have the full rights of sons. We have the full rights of sons. That means we don't have to ask. There's a lot of things we don't have to ask for because we've got the full rights of sons. You know, we can just help ourselves to the snack cupboard of heaven. We can just help ourselves to the snack drawer of heaven and pull down those things and release them to the world around us. So right now, I just want you to close your eyes. Wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Go, thank you, Lord. We thank you that we have the full rights of sons. Father, we thank you that we have full rights, that we have full access to heaven. And so right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just decide to partner with that truth. We partner with that truth. And Lord, we just release, we release in totality the goodness of heaven on the world around us right now. We release the goodness of heaven right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I just declare over every single person in this room, 
I declare over every single person in this room that you were made to go to heaven. You were designed to go to heaven. You were designed to go to heaven. And I just activate your mind right now. And I pray this over myself, Father. I put my hand on my own head. Father, I just declare in Jesus' name that our brains, our brains are going to be aligned with our spirit. Our brains from this day forward, Lord, I just declare that my brain is aligned with my spirit and what my spirit man is experiencing. That from this day forward, we're aligned with you. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, there are people in this room. There are people in this room. You're going to start remembering things that you didn't... I actually feel that there's people in the room that you're going to start remembering dreams that you actually didn't even have recently. The Lord is going to start bringing to mind dreams that you had even a while ago where you actually went to heaven. And it's going to be like heavenly experience that you've actually been dormant in your brain and the Lord is reactivating that right now he's reactivating that right now in Jesus name thank you father thank you father you know God can do amazing things through dreams he can do amazing things in the nighttime it's one of the most important parts I think of our spiritual lives that we we give we, that we often really neglect you know, one of my sons has actually appeared to people who've never met him before in a dream and they got healed. They'd never met him before and he appeared to them in a dream and they got healed. That is what can, anything, anything can happen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So Lord, I just, I just stir, would you just stir up faith right now? Stir up faith right now. Stir up faith right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow, you're so good. So good. He's so good. He's so good. Wow. He's so good. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. Jesus, 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 Lord, right, I just renounce, Lord, I just renounce any and every agenda I've ever had to come into a meeting and have it look a certain way. Father, right now, I just renounce, Lord, every and any agenda I've ever had to come into a meeting and expect it to look a certain way. Father, Jesus, we just declare that you are our agenda. We just declare you, you, God, you, Jesus. You, Jesus. You, Jesus, you are our agenda. You know, it's so easy to think that we are just here gathering around the presence and wanting to worship him but often even the way that we can do that is we're doing it like a Martha and you know what sometimes he just he just says is it enough for you will it be enough for you to just sit at my feet for a whole night if I wanted you to sit just sit at my feet for a whole night would that be enough would that be enough 
Or do you need the, the 40 minute preach? Do you need the ministry time at the end? Do you need it to look like a certain way? Do you need the preacher with his little jokes and his anecdotes? And Does the preacher need the feedback of the congregation? Does he need to walk home patting himself on the back? I did a great preach tonight. <laughs> or is it enough for us just to sit at his feet? Just to sit at his feet. You know, that's what happened on Wednesday when we were here at Living Fire. It was an amazing time of worship. And I actually closed that time of worship. And, you know, in my heart, I felt like, you know what? I don't think I should have done that. (laughs) But I'd already done it. (laughs) And I gave, I handed it over to Pete. And Pete was about to preach. And Pete didn't want to preach. (laughs) And he invited um, Laura and um, Paul Oakley up to share testimony from their worship school last week. And they, they said that literally heaven filled the room and they they were literally thinking this is it this is it this is the end (laughs) like we were so caught up in heaven they were thinking jesus is about to come back this is it we're this is it get ready people because they just were lost and they didn't they were lost all track of time and everything and they actually started finding gold flakes forming in the room actually were like gold big gold flakes appearing in this room as they were sharing this story Something just broke out in this room. Something just broke out. And we did do stuff on the microphone. I honestly can't even remember what I said. I I have no memory at all. But I know that something started happening and fire started breaking out of the room. But we literally, we were just sat, like we were just sat at the feet of Jesus. And he was controlling his meeting. He was controlling his meeting. And I don't know about you, but... Well, I just want to thank you for being part of this experiment that we're doing in these evening services because, you know, I, want, I think one thing, just being completely honest, I've been guilty of in the past is, you know, when I finish a meeting at the end of the night, whether it's an amazing meeting and loads of people got healed and all these things happen, or whether it didn't look like that, I always, I'm evaluating it too much on what that meeting looked like in that time. And you know what? God cares about the process. He cares about the journey that we're on. And I don't know about you, but I would rather be part of an experiment which leads to a place where every meeting, Jesus is getting to lead his own meeting. I would rather be part of a process where we're on that trajectory where it starts to become the normal, where we just come in this room and we don't have our agenda. We don't have our timetable that leads the meeting that we sit at the feet of Jesus and he leads the meeting. And Lord, I just want to say to you right now that this is yours. This microphone is yours. This stage is yours. This this is yours. Lord, we just give it over to you. We just give it over to you. We just give it over to you, Jesus, because you are worthy. You are worthy. You are the king. You know, so many... So many Christians, so many churches, and I say this not as a criticism, say that the Holy Spirit is the Lord and then they put him on a leash. We so often we say he's the Lord and we put him on a leash. And it's time to let Holy Spirit off that leash, right? It's time to let him off that leash. (laughs) Wow. Hope.
it's time to stop treating him like a servant and letting him be our master. He's so good. He's so good. Well, guys, you've done an amazing job. Thank you. It was awesome. I've loved it tonight. It's been so much fun.